Hey everybody, I'm your host and life coach, Kim Gross, and this is the Masks Off Podcast. In this podcast, I'm helping parents and teachers of teenagers and young adults to explore and understand the masks we often wear because of people-pleasing and perfectionistic tendencies so that they can guide their children and students in removing the masks and honoring their true selves. Each week we dive into how to go from a people-pleasing and perfectionistic prison to freedom, empowerment, and showing up fully in the world. You will hear about my personal experiences and wisdom, as well as from my knowledgeable guests. If you're ready to remove your masks and to help your children and students to do the same, drop into this week's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Masks Off. I am Kim Gross, and I am back in New York. So I have been in Florida for the last five months, and now I'm back in New York recording. And I wanted to talk about something today that came up for me, and it has to do with the good girl mask, the perfection mask intersecting with the caretaker mask, intersecting with the martyr mask. They all are intersecting. And here is, here's what came up for me. So I have been a caretaker for my uncle who passed recently. And I was thinking about how I was feeling Okay, so this is masks off. So I'm taking off my mask and I'm being honest. And how I noticed that I was feeling a bit of a relief. Now, just saying that alone out into the world is really hard for me to say because my go to is Kim. That sounds horrible. Like, that's such a horrible thing to say that you are glad or relieved that you're no longer having to take care of a loved one. Okay. So let's break that down. I love my uncle so much. I really do. And I'm going to miss him. I already miss him. And part of me was absolutely glad and grateful that I got to spend time with him and take care of him and help him out. I really am. And then there's another part of me that does feel very relieved to not have the pressure of having to be the primary person in charge of his, of his care. And both of my parents have passed as well. So he was the last of the loved ones, family members that were up in age that I would be in line to taking care of. Okay. So why is this a problem? Well, if you were conditioned to be the good girl or to be a good boy and be a good person and to do everything quote unquote, right, like the right way, there's a right and a wrong way to do things. And it's right to take care of people, family members that need you. 
And it's wrong to turn your back on those people. So this came to me as being like a thought or an issue because I thought to myself, I didn't even have a chance. I didn't even really have a chance because I, a chance at what? I didn't have a chance to be absolved of this responsibility. I didn't have the chance to not be the one that was the primary caretaker. Now, why is that? The reason that that's the case is because since I was very little, I have felt this pressure to always do the right thing. So much so that when my husband first met me and he was dating me, and even after we were married, he would always just kind of jokingly say, you know, Kimmy, Kimmy, perfect Kimmy. He would call me perfect Kimmy or do the right thing. Kimmy, like I, he knew that I had this pressure and especially when it came to my family that I had to do the right thing. And that often meant sacrificing, like self-sacrifice, saying yes, when I really wanted to say no, saying yes, I'll help you when I really didn't. And setting a boundary was so hard. It was so extremely difficult. And that is a characteristic of the people pleaser, but it also goes hand in hand with being the good girl or being a good boy and doing things the right way. Why is this a problem? Most people would say, that's how it should be, Kim. Like you should, when your family needs you, you step up and you take care of people who need need your help. Well, okay, so I'm going to take a point of view on this that may not land well for some, and that's okay. And not only may it not land well, but it might sound like I'm being a cold, callous, selfish, cold-hearted bitch. (laughs) It might sound like that to some people. And the truth is, for me, and what I believe is that we absolutely have the right to choose to say no. There is no rule book that says that you have to take care of your elderly relatives, that you have to take care of your elderly parents, or you have to take care of this one or that one. There's no rule that says that. Society has come up with this expectation, this standard of being the standard, this way of being in the world of showing up. That's where it comes from. It's really society that says you're a good person if you take care of others and you're a bad person if you choose to walk away from someone who is in need. Now, a lot of that comes from religious beliefs and it's just in general, the way a lot of people believe. So I personally 
And I'm being honest. I personally don't think I can say no and walk away. I could not. I could not say no when it came to my uncle or my parents. So I'm not judging anyone on either side of the coin for this. I'm truly not judging. I'm just saying there are different points of view. And I'm talking about I'm talking about it from the standpoint of wearing a mask, right? And not wearing a mask because that's what this podcast is all about is taking off our masks, removing the masks that we wear so that we can be true and authentic. And what I'm saying is I don't think I ever had a chance to be authentic, to be true to myself and say what I really felt, what I really believed or what I really wanted Because when I agreed to take on the role of caretaker, it was a while back and I was still heavily into wearing the people pleasing and perfection mask. So there was no way that I could, I would feel too much guilt. I would feel like I was inherently wrong or bad for saying, no, I'm, I'm not going to be your caretaker. I'm not going to take on this responsibility. And so I did it, but I'm looking back at it now in hindsight and realizing that I was wearing a mask, that I was doing it in part, not a hundred percent, but in part, I was doing it from this place of trying to be the good girl, trying to be the hero, being the rescuer, the caretaker, the perfectionist, all of that, the people pleaser. And there There are. Hey, friends, I didn't mean to leave you hanging. We'll get back to the show in a moment. Are you wondering whether you're a people pleaser or a perfectionist? Or maybe you're thinking to yourself, Kim, of course, I know I am one, but I'm not sure all the ways that these patterns show up. Well, you can take my people pleaser perfectionist quiz on my website at kimgrosscoaching.com and find out the answers. And if nothing else, the quiz is really fun to do. Now let's get back to business. Rewards that come along with that. So, and why do I say this? Because I bring this point up about the rewards of taking on that role is because I can't allow myself to be in a place of victimhood. And saying things like, for me, why did I get stuck with all the responsibility? Why was I the one who had to do X, Y, and Z? Where was everyone else when I was doing X, Y, and Z? Can't do that because I subconsciously wanted to wear those masks and take on those responsibilities because Here's the reward. Kim said, look how good, look how great Kim is. What a good person she is taking care of her uncle all these years. Or look how much she did to take care of her uncle, her mom, her dad. She's so competent. She can do, you know, she did such a great job. There's a lot of pats on the back that I received and do receive from being the perfectionist, the rescuer, the caretaker, all of that. And that's why a martyr keeps doing what a martyr does is because there is that reward, that benefit of staying in that role. 
I can't remember who said it, but there was someone who's, who would say it was like a wisdom teacher that would say that we don't do anything in this world unless there is a personal gain or benefit to us. Like everything that we do is about us, is about how, how do we benefit? It can look like we're doing the most selfless thing on the world, in the world. When in fact, if you dig down deep, we're really doing it because there's some like ulterior motive or ulterior gain. It may not be either or, but it could be an and. I'm saying that there could be a subtle layer to this. So I'm just curious for all of you, if you resonate with any of what I said, if you find yourself in these types of situations, if you find yourself in these roles where you're taking care of people, maybe you're a you're a father and you're a provider and you're taking care of your whole family and you resent it on some level. You feel this pressure to always go to work and put food on the table, have a roof over your family for your family, and you resent it on some level. It's possible. And if you find yourself in these situations where you are trying to do the right thing all the time, or you're trying to be good. It's what it's really what we want underneath is to be seen as being good and know that we're okay, that we're accepted, that we belong. Right. So if we rock the boat and we say, like, no, I'm not going to freaking do that. No, I'm not going to support you. No, I'm not going to do this. You go do it. You go find somebody. Like I said earlier in this video that some might take what I said as being cold hearted and being like ruthless, usually not usually sometimes the people who can stand up and say no, and just really take care of themselves and fill their cup first are sometimes seen as being cold hearted, selfish, and ruthless. And that's what a people pleaser, a perfectionist or martyr doesn't want to feel, doesn't want to feel or think of themselves as being bad because then bad means I'm not okay. I'm not worthless. I'm not enough. And if I'm not enough, I'm not okay. And I'm worthless. Then I could potentially be abandoned or rejected. And so that's why we put on the masks in the first place is to just make sure that we stay in good standing with other people. And those that come from a place of worthiness, come from a place of being centered and sure and secure in who they are, and they fill their cups first and then spill over from there to other people. And they're living from a place of sovereignty Sometimes those people can be seen as being selfish or cold-hearted, but it's really misunderstood because oftentimes when a person is coming from that place and they're giving from that place, if you give 
from the place of sovereignty and filling your cup and worthiness and abundance, you are going to feel more generous than ever. And it's going to be effortless for you to do for others. You're going to want to do it from your heart. And that is the key. That is what I'm really trying to say in this whole entire video, which is that when you come from that place of abundance, worthiness, your essence, you come from love rather, and you are coming from your heart rather than from your mind, which is often in a place of lack or scarcity or wearing the masks, the personas, the patterns. When you're coming from that place, that's when it gets all messed up and screwed up. So I wanted to share with you because it was up for me. I thought it was a really good thing to point out. I don't know if any of you are in this situation or even resonate with what I was saying. And if you do, I'm hoping that this lands for you in a way that it maybe just brings about some awareness. So you can first just start to look at like, are you doing this? Are you feeling this way? And could this be a pattern? Are you keeping yourself in a place of being a victim? And if so, what's the next step? If you're already having awareness, you can see your pattern. You see that you're doing this. You feel miserable being in that place of being the caretaker, of being the perfectionist, of being the good girl, the good guy, the people pleaser, the caretaker, all those things. If you're exhausted from wearing a mask and you see it, you're aware of it and you're owning it and you don't want to be a victim anymore. And you're wondering what are the next steps and you need help. You can reach out to me. You can email me. I can help you for sure. And maybe just keep listening to the podcasts to get more tips, more ideas on how to go and take the next step. But I encourage you either way, whether you reach out to me or not, that you continue down this path, this journey of seeing where you can remove the masks and keep doing this work of coming more and more into your wholeness. And I promise you that life will not be perfect, but you can move through life with more ease when you do start to remove the masks. So I hope that this was helpful for someone and I'll see you next time on Masks Off. If you enjoyed this episode of Masks Off and you're ready to take the next step to overcoming people-pleasing and perfectionistic tendencies, you can reach out to me at kimgrosscoaching.com and book a call. You can also join my free Facebook group for more inspiration and tips. The link is in the show notes. I would love it if you would subscribe and rate this podcast. And don't forget to share it with others. See you next Thursday on Masks Off with Kim Gross.